Consider the following and some of the results you will hardly believe. Running a small business isn't for the weak. Learn how to take your business to the next level with marketing and operation tips for a small business like yours. I'm Hillary Kay. Let's talk marketing. Hey, everyone. I am Hillary Kay, and today I have with me my main man, Ben, who is going to help me on my first podcast today. So today I'm going to tell you a little bit about me and why I got into marketing and what this podcast will focus on. And I promise at the end, I will wrap it all up with a little marketing tip. Um, So Ben, let's get started. What should these people know about me? Hey guys, this is Ben. I'm here talking to Hillary on her inaugural podcast. Hillary, we were talking a little bit before we started rolling. One of the stories I wanted to hear about is your first memory of anything related to business or marketing. I have a family of entrepreneurs. My grandfather on my dad's side owned several grocery stores, and my dad actually ended up taking one of those grocery stores over the week I was born. So (laughs) it's crazy. I don't know how he did it. I don't know how my mom did it, but my mom talks about not seeing him for 30 days straight pretty much after I was born. Kudos to my mom for making it through all that. So I grew up very business-minded. One of my first memories of marketing really was, I think I was, I don't know, four, but I went into the store, the grocery store. It was called A1 Superette. It was a little town called Shafter, California in the Central Valley. And I went in to work with my dad and my grandpa that day and they were making signs for the meat counter. (laughs) They had a little butcher shop in the grocery store And I loved the way the signs looked. And I asked them, hey, could I do one of these signs with you guys? And I just remember taking those big fat markers and them showing me the angle of it and writing $9.99 a pound or something like that. I can't remember the exact amount. (laughs) But it was just, and it was on a bright, hot pink poster board (laughs) and with the like cutout edges and everything. And we went and we posted it on the meat counter and that was probably my first exposure to marketing. So yeah, I have lots of memories like that. Yeah. I have some good times in that store and really learned what business ethic was and how to operate a business at a very young age. So I feel really blessed to have that background and I know it definitely motivates me in my own business today. With, with that, moving from pink poster board to your own business, what prompted you to start your agency and help business owners with their marketing? Sure. Yeah. I've always had a love for business, obviously. It's just in my blood. My mom also owned her own business for, you know, I think she still owns it and she's been operating it for 20 plus years now. Yeah. Business has always been in my blood and I knew very early on I wanted to go into marketing and that's what my degrees in. And after I graduated, I really wanted to try out the agency world. I had seen, you know, movies of clackers on New York City streets and I said, I wanted to be that girl. Like I wanted to be that 
that powerful woman that was climbing the corporate ladder and all of that. And I quickly found out that I couldn't squash my entrepreneurial spirit. I had so much fun in agency life and really learned more. And I think I actually learned probably more in agencies than I did in college, just of actual experiences. But I wanted to help businesses tell their story in a different way. I felt that you know, in the big agencies I worked in that these businesses were just a number and they were more of the medium size to large size businesses. And I felt like they were just getting a product or a service. They weren't getting a person who was really identifying with them. It was just another mark on the mark on the paper. And I just, I did not like that. I wanted to connect with my customers and my clients. So my real passion for telling people's story just led me to want to connect with the smaller businesses. I just, I had a passion for telling their stories. And these are people like my grandpa and my dad and my mom who they're small operations and, but they have passion. They can't afford to just be another number on a spreadsheet. And I wanted to connect with these people and really help them and not only be, you know, an ad agency they hire, but I wanted to be their partner. I wanted to help tell their story. I wanted to feel their passion. And as a business owner, you wear so many different hats and sometimes marketing is just not, you know, not on the forefront of, of your mind when you're operating a business. And I just wanted to kind of step in and fill that void and just really create a family, um, within my agency. So I don't, you know, I'm not a huge, you know, full service agency. I kind of, um, label myself as a boutique marketing and operations agency. I really hope to create family and that, We are just all helping each other out, telling our stories. Transitioning from working in a big agency to your own boutique agency, what were some of the challenges you ran into making that making that change? Sure. So I, you know, the price point, I think is I was very, um, it was really hard to identify my price points as an agency because I really wanted to cater to these smaller businesses who don't have huge budgets and I wanted to get them value. And so that's something I really spent a lot of time on is figuring out how people can get, you know, good marketing services and good operation services on a budget. And you shouldn't be, small businesses shouldn't be limited to good quality marketing because it's not in their budget. And I, like my goal is to offer an affordable service for these small businesses to really help them succeed and to scale and to grow. What have you identified as the best place for businesses of that size to get started? Sure. So, I mean, I feel like social media, you know, is kind of like that buzzword, more, you know, generic thing. But really, um, social media is really the most cost effective way you can really... uh, 
show people your brand very easily. And if you're consistent, it doesn't, it doesn't take a lot of money. You don't have to use paid advertising on social media to be successful. Of course, that is something I recommend to a lot of um, businesses that I work with, but organic marketing on Instagram and Facebook, um, sometimes does the trick depending on what type of business you are. So really that is where I recommend small businesses to start is create a Facebook page, create an Instagram page, and just start being consistent. Instagram posting, you know, once a day, Facebook three to five times a week. But yeah, social media is a great, a great outreach tool. Seems like for your customers though, if they're already, they already have marketing on the back burner. I mean, maybe they've tried to work with a big agency in the past. And like you said, just kind of, they were just another number. They were just, they were kind of left on their own or they they're just so busy with the running of their business they don't have time for that marketing how do you help them transition into into that where they can sure yeah that's what i what i like to do is when i start working with businesses is do a needs analysis. Where are their pain points? What are they doing in marketing already right now that they that they do have time for that they um, feel like's working? And just identify the places where I can step in and help. Not every business needs everything, and I think that's the key. And that's what I like to discover in my needs analysis meetings with these clients. And I really just help them figure out what are you know what can get them the biggest bang for their buck, and um, and where I can step in and fill those voids or just guide them. Sometimes it's just these businesses just need a handbook. And that's kind of what um, my strategy plans do for these businesses is it gives them a handbook and they can do it themselves, what I recommend, or I can do it for them or connect them with someone who can. And so really that is you know, that's what, that's what I do, honestly, is just try to figure out where the gaps are in these people's businesses and give them a a plan to get that done. You get down to the, to the nitty gritty, like here, take this piece of pink poster board and this big (laughs) black marker and and your price in a dot nine nine. you'll be good to go. Yeah, no, really though. I mean, um, some clients I map out, I go and, you know, and go and say, okay, you need to move this item in your store. The flow's not right. You know, so much of marketing sometimes is actually the operations of your business. Mm. If it's not positioned correctly, if it's not flowing correctly, your customer's not going to have a good experience. So I, you know, people often separate the two, um, separating marketing and operations, but I really think they go hand in hand. And that's what I try to do with everything is, is, uh, you know, if you're an online business and you're not automating your process, that's a problem. And people sometimes don't realize that they can automate, you know, have an email automatically send out after, you know, someone purchases a product online. And, um, some of those simple, you know, what I think are simple things people don't, don't realize that they can do. So really, like I said earlier, I just want to help identify these problems and help these small businesses succeed. When you're talking to customers and helping them build out their own personal story, their own brand story, what are some of the ways that you help them help draw that out of them? Sure. So I, I actually start out kind of by asking them about their family, right? Like, are they, you know, married? Are they single? Do they have kids? Do they, you know, what do they like to do in their spare time? What can, what is, what are the things that 
I could always find on them. <laughs> you know, that those are some of the things that it just gets the conversation flowing a little bit and lets, you know, us connect. So let's turn the tables then. Okay. Tell, okay. What, tell <laughs> me about your family. Awesome. Okay. So I am a mom of two boys, five and three. They definitely keep me on my toes. They are polar opposite and I love it. My oldest is extremely athletic and just is like good at everything he touches, <laughs> um, is a perfectionist and definitely a firstborn. My youngest is funny. <laughs> um, he is always trying to make people laugh, always getting into everything. Um, <laughs> he is my wild man and really is the joy of my life. That's, that's about my family. You know, I'm definitely a mom at heart and everything I do, they, they drive everything I do. And, um, they are really the reason why I started this business is so I could, you know, balance work and mom life and, um, get to pick them up from school every day, but still show them what it means to be a strong, powerful woman. Right. And continuing the turning of the tables, what are some of your interests, personal interests? I love flamingos. Like, love flamingos. Anything, I mean, continuing the pink trend, right? No, I love the 60s. I get really inspired by um, just 60s mod architecture. I love the clothes in the 60s. I love fashion. Absolutely love fashion and makeup. I, I guess your typical cliche girl things, but really it's a way I express myself and um, I like, I love the color pink. We've already talked about that. I like anything shiny, <laughs> anything loud. You do not see neutral colors in my house on me, on <laughs> anything. I just love anything like that. I love music. Um, I grew up in a big church and um, music was a huge part of my life. And so I still, music is so inspiring to me. I always have some sort of music playing. I play guitar, I sing. Yeah, those are, those are basically uh, my interests. Oh, I love true crime. Like absolutely love true crime. Like it's it's a problem, really. True crime is actually like to, how I to got be into clear. Me. You like listening to stories about true crime. <laughs> you, you don't like committing to it. Exactly, I exactly. Just to make I'm sure the listeners. Yeah, but. yeah. I'm glad you cleared that up. That's actually how I got into podcasts. Was listening to true crime podcasts. So, yeah, and then things that you can always find with me. Like I always have a diet Pepsi. Like. Most of the time, if I don't have a diet Pepsi, I have coffee, but I drink coffee first. I mean, we don't need to go into the details of my day-to-day -day routine, but um, always have diet Pepsi and I'm obsessed with chips and dip. Like I often eat chips and dip um, as meals regularly. I just actually, like right before we started this podcast, chips and dip was my lunch. So yeah, those are some kind of random things about me, but those are the types of questions I do like to ask these small business owners because it just like helps us connect and it, we figure out if we're a good fit for each other. And that's so important. And I'm not going to be a good fit for everybody. And that's okay. As small business owners, you should remember that too, is not everyone is your customer hmm. there. <laughs> you don't want to sell everything to everybody. Um, you want to sell your thing to that one, one group of people. Um, and that's so, you know, that's so important. Maybe another podcast I should talk about target audience. 
Yeah, that would be a great subject. Yeah. I'd love to learn so more about that. So subscribe and maybe that'll <laughs> pop up on your feed in the next few weeks. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Marketing with Hillary Kay. If you liked what you heard, subscribe and leave me a review. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Hillary Kay to stay up to date with anything going on at the agency. If you need help telling your story, email me at info at HillaryKay.com. Talk soon. So you see, a lesson to be learned. Experiments never fail.